0: I got swine flu. By the time you've lived through it, it's just a good story. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Siegel. Thanks for listening. My guest today is Christian Vollmert. Before we get to Christian, I want to tell you that the website is TravelTalesPodcast.com. Go there, see photos of all our guests, see links to all their social media, and see links to all our social media as well. I'm talking about Travel Tales Pod on Twitter, Travel Tales Podcast on Instagram, Travel Tales Podcast on Facebook. Follow us all of those places if you wouldn't mind. Also, there are links to Stitcher, Radio, and iTunes where you can subscribe for free. And if you are on iTunes, I ask, as always, please give us a good rating. I would appreciate that. If you want to write me, it's TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. That's TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. And speaking of writing me, our guest wrote me. I told you this works, folks. Christian Vollmert is all the way in Germany, and he's got a travel blog that he launched about a year ago called Volley on Tour. And he wrote me because he wanted to talk about his site and what travel means to him and tell a few tales from his travels around the world. He loves travel, it's his passion, and wants to make it his living. So he has tips and advice on how to make money while traveling, which he's going to talk about a little later. But as you can imagine, since I am in California and Christian is in Germany, this interview was done by Skype. And I'm still uh, wary on the technology, honestly, and you will know the, uh, the, the sound quality. I try to make it as good as I can. Although the dials and everything looked even while I was recording, it seems that I was a lot lower in the mix than he was. I tried to equalize that. We had a couple audio hits, uh, some interference. I don't know if that's due to my connection at my house or maybe the fact that it's bouncing through space. Who knows? I promise I'll figure out this Skype thing eventually, but uh, hey, I'm trying to interview a guy in Germany. What do you want from me? And by the way, what did you pay for this? Oh, that's right. Nothing. So save it. You want to pay for my flight to go out to Germany and and interview him in person? I will. Oh, I'll do it. You know me. You can PayPal me that dough. But anyway, I got to hand it to the internet. That's how you're listening to me right now. And I never would have met Christian Vollmer without it, much less interviewed him. So it was a pleasure to meet a young guy who loves travel as much as I do and is excited about making it his life. Please enjoy my conversation with Christian Vollmer. I'll say Voldemort
1: then. Yeah, you can say Voldemort if you like. <laughs> I don't care, people people say that as well. So I know right. that
0: Harry Potter must have ruined you. Like in
1: Germany it's not a problem, but when I'm <laughs> when I'm on the road somewhere people just call me Voldemort or <laughs> or just Christian or whatever. So tell me where did you grow up? I'm originally from Hamburg and I've been growing up in Hamburg as well. And I live here ever since to be honest. So I'm twenty six now. So I live here since 26 years.
0: So what is the name of your website and your blog and uh, what do you want to do with it?
1: Yeah, so um, the name of my blog is Volley on Tour. And um, I, as I said, I started it about a year ago. Yeah, I mainly did it or I mainly started it because I want to inspire people with what I do and where I've been. And um, I want to tell people or show people that they can... Basically, do whatever they want to do in life. So I live my life like I try to get the best out of every day. You know what I mean? So and that's what I did when I traveled. And that's what I do um, in my normal life as well. And I want to show people with my website that go after it. And um, I realized that when I traveled that everything that I wanted to do, which was making money, that worked really well for me during my travels and visiting a lot of places I actually achieved anything that I wanted to and um, I'm still doing it so yeah that's what I try that's what I try to tell people on my website so I try to give some advices I try to um, tell people what I've learned from traveling that's the second biggest or like the the second main point that I try to transfer to people so there's always learning when you go somewhere new yeah I try to tell people or, or give some advice about what you can learn from traveling. So that's the main two reasons.
0: How did you make
1: money traveling? There's a lot you can do. With my website that I started, um, I try to grow it into a business within the next couple of years if I can. Mainly I do it on, like, I do it as a side business at the moment, but I try to make it my main business. So that's how, like at the moment, that's how I try to make some money uh, on the side. But when I traveled about, I think, four years ago for more than a year. Yeah, I actually did work and traveling. So um, I just did any job that I could. When I was in Australia, for example, I did a sales job where I had to like, run around in car parks and um, yeah, sell people some kind of vouchers, yeah, honestly, where I made a lot of money, to be honest. Um, I did door-to-door knocking. I did fundraising. I did car washing. I did pretty much everything. And I think that it doesn't really matter where you... Where you travel to you can always find a job sometimes which <laughs> is maybe not the best thing to do but sometimes you can do it without paying taxes as well.
0: <laughs> yeah well that's what I was wondering because a lot of places you know they have to pay you in cash I guess because you need a work yeah. visa right? Yeah yeah true. You were doing this without work visas.
1: No 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 I did I did so what I did in Australia I did everything like uh, with working visas like I had a permit but it was all right. That was all. That yeah. was all fine and good. Um, and I have to say, like, um, all the money that I made there lasted for like eight months or so. So I could really, um, within twelve weeks, I saved about twelve, like twelve thousand dollars, I think, or ten, ten to twelve thousand dollars within, within twelve weeks. Um, besides, like my normal cost, like having my normal costs while I was living in Melbourne. So that was good money that I made and. When you travel Southeast Asia or Fiji or whatever, and I travel New Zealand and yeah, like a lot of countries, then you really don't have to pay that much because these countries are very cheap.
0: You know what's not cheap <laughs> is uh, Germany. <laughs> is, is that why you is that why you leaving so much?
1: Yeah, no, not really. I I mean I love my country. I love my city. Um, or well, ha- Hamburg is my home, and I always carry that with me, but. I just, I don't know, it's, it started when I was 16. I um, did a student exchange to Chile. So the guy or my, my student exchange partner, he came to Hamburg for six weeks. I was 16 at that time. Yeah, we connected really, really good. He's still a friend of mine, like a really good friend. And I went to Chile for six weeks as well. And that was like that was the, the time when my passion for traveling started. And um, since then, I catch up with him as much as I can and um that was one of the main reasons why in 2014 i went away for like a year or a year and a half or something since i'm back um, here in germany i try to travel as much as i can and see as much of a, like I see as much of the, of the world as i possibly can
0: i assume did you went to
1: university no here in germany you can go to university just like anywhere else but you can always do uh, also do something which is called an apprenticeship oh, like a trade yeah exactly like a trade so It's like you work for two years, or three years, or whatever, and um, you go to school on the side, and then you get some kind of degree, and with that you can, yeah, start a normal job. Before I went to Australia, um, Southeast Asia, New Zealand, and Fiji, I actually did my first one. So I worked for an advertising agency, and since I'm back, I'm actually doing a second one uh, in real estate. So this is, (laughs) yeah, this is actually my main job, but if I can, and that's my goal for the future. I want to shift that and just make money online from my website if I can and through social media and all that, uh, all what comes with it.
0: So give me in that year and a half trip you were gone, what were some of your highlights that you love? Oh, man, that's that's a hard one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, just some uh, of the, the first ones that come to your mind. Should it be like specific um, places or countries in general? Or experiences. I don't know. Do you do? Are you an active guy? Do you like to uh, do hang gliding or extreme sports, or do you like to scuba dive, or yeah. do you hike mountains or anything like that?
1: <laughs> exactly. All the all the stuff that you just said. <laughs> so um, I can I could name twenty things if I, like. There's so much um, that I did in this uh, year or one and a half years, and that I still do when I go somewhere. So. I really like to do some active stuff, so I, I love scuba diving, I try to climb mountains and volcanoes, I do all kinds of water sports, adventurous things, whatever, like rafting in New Zealand, um, doing black water rafting, white water rafting, climbing a mountain or a volcano in Indonesia, go surfing, go scuba diving, Great Barrier Reef, like everything pretty much, it's, when I'm when I'm on the road, I try to do as much as I can to like, just make experiences that I can, (laughs) I mean, it sounds cheesy, but to make experiences that I can tell my grandchildren in 50 years, you know, like, so that I can tell them, you know, I did this, I did that, I learned this from it.
0: Do you have a favorite dive spot? Because I'm a diver as well.
1: So far, my favorite dive spot um, has been in the Philippines, where I've been this year in March. So I I dived, at the Great Barrier Reef, I dived in Thailand. I dived in Deux, I dived in Indonesia as well, but Philippines was the best because you could do like real shipwreck diving from the Second World War. Yeah, and apparently that's the like you only have two places on the planet where you can do it. So that was just sick. That was really cool.
0: I did um, a, uh, a wreck in uh, <laughs> Bali. Did you do that one? Uh, no, I didn't do that, but I did
1: one in Kotao Tao in um, Oh
0: yeah, okay.
1: Thailand as well. So. That was really nice, um, but the ones like the ones in the Philippines, that that was just crazy.
0: What was the volcano in that you said you hiked? Where was that? Uh, the volcano wo- uh, was in
1: Lombok, which is exactly next to uh, Bali oh, okay. in the east. So um, that was a like a really, a really great experience for me as well. Um, I did like a three day, two nights tour. To get to the top was really hard, and um, I learned a lot about myself doing it. And um honestly, it was amazing, like to stand on top of a i think it was three thousand seven hundred twenty six meters Wow, that was just crazy. You could see barley from it so
0: wow. how uh, long you, did it take
1: it took to get up it took one and a half days, so you i think it, in total you have to climb a height of three thousand and three hundred meters, obviously go down that as well like go back down yeah and you I think you do like what did he say it must have been like 20 or 25 kilometers in 3 days or maybe it was 40 actually I I wrote I wrote an article about it on my website so I'm not really sure about it now but <laughs> that was just yeah it was it was just crazy and after that I I did a lot so after that I went to Cambodia I've seen Angkor Wat I've um I went to some really really nice islands there and then another good one was Vietnam I did like you know, I traveled Vietnam with a motorbike on my own completely. So, I, yeah, no one really speaks English there, so I had to communicate with my hands and my feet and everything, yeah. <laughs> like body language. I love Vietnam. And I, I've
0: been there a couple times.
1: It's it's great. Like w- one of my favorite countries. People there are just so nice. And because I met a guy from the UK who sold me that uh, the motorbike that I bought, um, he was a like a motorbike salesman. Um, and he did the route from the South to the North six times. So, um, he told me like where I have to go, some specific spots, some really good routes that usually nobody drives on. And I was, that was just, yeah, maybe that was the, the, the best trip that I've done so far, to be honest, it was just crazy. Did you have any um, scary
0: moments of, uh, did you get almost crashed the bike or did the bike ever break down?
1: Yeah. The bike broke down three times. I, um, had a, I had a, a, a motorbike accident one time, oh. uh, in the middle of, in the middle of some mountains where, yeah, imagine, uh, you drive on some pretty bumpy roads and then, uh, you turn to the right and then you turn to the left. So like an S curve
0: uh-huh. and,
1: um, when i drove down like when I turned right and drove down i was i wasn't i wasn't very fast luckily there was a a truck coming towards my way and in like in southeast Asia people are just a little bit crazy so he drove on both lanes <laughs> and um I had to um yeah like drive on the side path and there was a lot of sand so i it, i just like my front wheel just slipped away and i just yeah i fell <laughs> oh my god and um yeah, luckily I didn't have anything, just the, the bike had some, so the, the light was broken, but that was it, and the Vietnamese guys, <laughs> that was quite funny, so one of them uh, got out of the, the truck, he came to me, and then he looked at me, he said something in Vietnamese, and I was quite shocked, <laughs> so I was, I just looked at him and said something in English, he didn't understand me, he looked at me, saw that I was quite alright, and then he just Yeah, walked off. (laughs) (laughs) He just walked off, went straight back into the truck, and then drove off. Um,
0: He said, another crazy white guy on a motorcycle.
1: (laughs) Yeah, basically, yeah, he just just didn't really care, and then he drove off. Um, But then I said, yeah, it doesn't matter, just keep going. And then I went to an area where the guy from the UK actually told me, yeah, maybe you shouldn't go there, but I still did. So I went to... um, like a mountain area in the north of Hanoi, in the northeast near Chan Bac, it's called. So you can either you can do two things in the north of Vietnam: either you go northwest to Sapa or you go northeast. Northeast is like more remote, so less people, um, worse roads, and everything. And um, I said, yeah, I want to have a real adventure, and I'm 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 a hardcore guy, whatever. Like I was just stupid, <laughs> and um, I drove into a mountain area where. The roads just stopped, so there was there was just sandy, dirty, or like dirt roads, and I just keep follow, uh, just kept following them, and um, suddenly I was somewhere at a height of like 2,000 meters or something, and no roads anymore, no people, no villages, no nothing, and I drove in the like on these muddy streets. Um, I don't know half half a meter deep mud and i just i drove on them for like 2.5 kilometers and then i honestly got up and down sometimes in between there were some small hills like three meters down just sliding and i had (laughs) my motorbike broke down three times before so i was i was like yeah please don't break down um and um yeah after two and a half kilometers i met this one vietnamese guy in the small hut and what he did it's just crazy he just pointed at me with his finger started to laugh and just <laughs> yeah, basically he was telling me with his body language what what are you doing here like <laughs> nobody comes here it's, it's, why are you doing this and i was just completely i don't know i was uh, I didn't know what to think and I didn't know why I was doing it. I was just I just said I wanna have an adventure so I did it and then I asked him I tried to ask him how long I have to go for to get to some village again and he said yeah you just reached the middle so I had to go for another two and a half kilometers. Um, and then yeah the roads got better so <laughs> that was quite crazy.
0: <laughs> Sounds like this British guy was messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> he, told you to go there. he actually said to me like you should
1: you shouldn't go there but i was like it ah, doesn't matter just try and um yeah then i did and it was it was good fun and afterwards i went to new zealand and yeah i traveled both islands and pretty much did every adventure like adventurous thing that they can do that like new i, zealand I is
0: built for that that they they yeah. uh, they love that
1: yeah but it's it's in my opinion it's amazing like maybe that's the best country Beautiful. Um, to go to and to like live at when you when you're older, like it's <laughs> so beautiful, There's so much to do. People are just really relaxed and um, yeah, it's a great great country.
0: <laughs> so was most of your trip in uh, Southeast Asia and that side of the world? And- yeah. So um, as I said, I went to South
1: South America once to Chile for six weeks. I stayed with my exchange family most of the time. I was 16 by that time, so um, I wasn't that much into landscapes and adventurous things you know when you're 16 you you think about different (laughs) different things so I mainly stayed with my exchange partner and we um, discovered Santiago de Chile um, and some other spots uh, on the coastline where they have um, a couple flats um, because the family they they they're quite rich so I did that then um, I went to, as I said, Australia, Southeast Asia. I went to Fiji, which was amazing. Um, I've
0: never been. That's did, great. Did you surf there or do anything like that?
1: I went to the um, – I did a one-week trip with my girlfriend. I went to the uh, Yasawa Islands, and um, it's just paradise. Yeah.
0: Like, you, you... got to bring a girl to those islands. That's probably why I haven't gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In that situation, I was in, in Australia for six months, and then I told her to come over, and then I planned, I like I planned a trip for us, or which took us to the like the Whitsunday Islands, uh, Great Barrier Reef, Daintree Rainforest, and then uh, we went to Fiji for a week. So that was really nice. Well, I swam with manta rays there, which was a lot of fun, and um, just enjoying, yeah, enjoying paradise to be honest. <laughs>
0: So where, what is next for you? Where do you want to go next? My next trip is in uh, the end of January,
1: 2018. Um, I'm going to go to Morocco for two and a half weeks.
0: Oh, lovely. I've never been.
1: I just heard good things all the time. Like uh, this year or the year before, I went to uh, Croatia. This year I went to the Philippines. I went to Sweden. I went to the UK. And I went to Amsterdam again for a festival. And uh, so I said, yeah, now I need to do my first little baby steps into Africa. So right. <laughs> I, I, Morocco, Morocco would be a good one because it's not too fun. It's not too expensive. And there's a lot of, lot of things to do as far as I've heard. So I'm really excited for that.
0: I know there's good hiking in the Atlas Mountains.
1: Are you going to hike there? If I can, like I need to find a guide or, or a group or whatever. Um, I wanted to climb the highest mountain from the Atlas Mountains.
0: And, you know, I did um, Kilimanjaro a few years ago. I climbed it. So oh, I think yeah. you would love cool. that. Yeah, <laughs> I would love that. Indiana. Yeah, Yeah, you need some more time, but it's, uh, it's a wonderful trip. I believe
1: so. Uh, like, like one of my plans is to go to um, Nepal and try to hike as much as I can around these 6,000 meter mountains. So <laughs>
0: yeah, we've yeah. had a number of people on the show who've gone to Everest base camp. I want to do that. If I if I'm gonna hike one more mountain, I want to hike to Everest base camp, not to the top, but <laughs> yeah. uh, base camp.
1: Yeah, base camp would be cool. Even though I've heard like there's a lot of tourism going on already. So
0: that's true um, everywhere.
1: Yeah. So, but the thing is, I I like I usually like to go to places where it's not that touristic if I can like I try to avoid it like most obviously most places that are touristic are good ones because otherwise they wouldn't be touristic that's
0: (laughs) why people
1: are going yeah but the thing is I try to go to like more remote places where people where not a lot of people are going to because you basically have the same kind of beauty and the same kind of adventures but just with less people so it's more untouched so that's what i'm yeah that's what i'm trying to go for in morocco as well i rented a car and i just want to see some obviously some of the highlights but i want to climb the mountain like the the highest mountain there and then i want to go to the desert as well yeah we'll see
0: yeah, that's great so mm-hmm. i i do comedy you know for many many years and i've uh, performing on ships now and we always get an international crowd and i always have jokes <laughs> about every country and uh my German jokes yeah. now are uh, how you know they're the most traveled people that I know. I've never been to a, a country anywhere in the world. I've been to over eighty countries. Yeah, I always run into one German somewhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they travel um, a lot.
1: There's always a German anywhere. There's a joke. German somewhere. I, uh, yeah, you 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 can't get rid of us.
0: <laughs> I think partly is because that you have well, you have much more paid holiday. Than say we do in the U.S., uh, but also, it, I think for and you correct me if I'm wrong that when you grow up there, travel is encouraged, right? They want you to get out and see things and see the world. It's important. Yeah, like
1: I mean it's it's just a, it's just a normal thing to do. Like when you go on, when you have um, when you have holidays, most people try to go on vacations. Like as you might know yourself, Germans are like really structured, really on point, really like very anal about some things and stuff. So most of us, and we have these, these attitudes are good until a certain point, you know, and within Germany, obviously people get annoyed about it because you have it every day. It must be pretty much the same in the U.S., I think, but um, I think we are on top level with that. Um,
0: Yes, the trains run on time.
1: And if they don't, people get really angry. Yeah, I know,
0: I know. (laughs)
1: And, um, yeah, the thing is that, yeah, people just try to get out and um just try to to travel somewhere, even if it's just going to a hotel and spend three weeks there that's <laughs> that does the job for a couple of people, not for me though, but for yeah. a couple of people.
0: The other joke is that Germans like to uh, get naked outside on the beach all the time,
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do like. <laughs> why is that why not every, not everyone but germans do yeah i don't know <laughs> just don't ask me i think it's I, I don't have anything against it but i'm not i'm not like promoting it
0: <laughs> No, me either yeah. but it's so funny because whenever i'm at a beach and somebody you see somebody take their uh a woman take their top off or they're nude people at the beach and <laughs> and even the locals wherever you are say it's in asia or something they'll look at them and go oh they're probably germans <laughs> Uh, Always the naked ones. Always the naked ones.
1: You know, the thing is, we don't we don't have a lot of sun in Germany, so people just try to get (laughs) get a
0: tan wherever they go to. Right. Yeah. You can be our German tourist expert right now. You know, everybody knows they when they go to Germany, they like to go to Munich, they go to Berlin, but not. I just went to Dresden this uh, couple months ago for the first time, and it was beautiful. So, mm-hmm. what, are, what are some other places in Germany you recommend people to visit that maybe we don't know about?
1: I would say like four four things you can do, in my opinion. I I never I never really got the point why so many people go to Berlin and Munich all the time. Like Berlin is our capital, so yeah, you have to see it. Maybe Munich is a very pretty city. Um, they have the Oktoberfest, they have um like Bavarian food and all that, which is also very good, but I have to say, honestly, Hamburg is, and I'm not promoting like my, I'm not promoting my my hometown, but it is the prettiest and for a lot of people, the best city in Germany for many reasons. Like we, the, the city itself is very green, very modern. We have a big harbor to go to. Um, we now have the, uh, which is called Elbphilharmonie, which is basically like the opera house in Sydney. And um if, I don't know if you've seen the ranking of the most livable cities on earth. Hamburg is on place 10th. So there's no other German city who, who's on any kind of ranking, I think. So that says a lot about Hamburg, I think. Then what I would suggest is that you have a look at the coastline in the north. It's very similar to what you can see in Denmark. But obviously you have like more German food and it's really pretty there when you when you go during summer and um, or in the wintertime. It's very different, but it's, it's very, very nice. Um, so you could do that. Then another one I would suggest is to go to um, Cologne. Cologne is a very yeah. cool city. I would also should, uh, suggest to go to Heidelberg. That's a very small – it's very, very small. But as far as I know, there are some World Heritage sites from the UNESCO as well. Um, so that's really pretty and, like, every – All the buildings are very old, and um, it's a small student town where I think more than 60% of people who live there are students, so it's a very, very cool thing, and um, the last one I would suggest is just get a car or get a motorbike and um, travel around Bavaria and um, I don't know if you say county, like the county next to it, I think it's called Baden-Württemberg, So. You just drive up all these serpent serpentine's and just visit the lakes. Um, so where the castles are? There are a lot of castles, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I know. I've been to uh, is it near Nuremberg? Is it uh, Garmisch yeah. and all that? Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, beautiful. And I still have not been on the autobahn.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good thing. Like you should you should do that as well. Yeah. Or anyone who goes to Germany should get a get a car and just try to drive as fast as they can on the on the A one. <laughs> yeah.
0: So what is the one beer I must drink before I leave Germany? Obviously like you can try
1: all kind of what we call Weiss beer.
0: Yeah, I so, love those.
1: But um, the best one in my opinion is uh, what's it called again? This
0: is how I start fights in Germany. <laughs> I make people choose <laughs> yeah. one their one of their favorite beers that everybody fights over, which is <laughs> the best. <laughs>
1: Yeah, could, could be. You, like you shouldn't say you shouldn't say certain stuff to some people. Yeah. yeah. So, it's
0: either football not, like, or beer, you know, that's gonna start a fight. Oh man,
1: football. Big one. <laughs> big arguments yeah. coming up when you talk talking yeah. about football. But yeah, like try try good Weiss beer, like um Erdinger or um warsteiner or whatever, like just just a good one. But I mean, all of them are pretty good, but the Bavarian, the Bavarian ones. If you go to the Oktoberfest, for example, they are the best, right. in my opinion.
0: I have one. Was it Augustiner? Augustiner? Yeah,
1: exactly. That's the one that I wanted to <laughs> that I wanted to tell you. Augustiner, Augustiner is really, really good.
0: Yeah, I like that one. Tell me how things are changing now. You know, uh, um, there's a lot of political unrest in Europe and yeah. U.S. and everywhere else. Are you starting to yeah. see changes or effects? I,
1: that's a that's a really big topic, and um, you can discuss or talk about it. Like,
0: for, I don't. That's for a ages. different show, but I just didn't know if it was uh, you're feeling the effects in in Europe. You know, with a lot of the euro and the Brexit things. Mm. It's a weird time to be living. I guess <laughs> traveling
1: for me, it didn't really change anything because people always say it doesn't matter where you go to. Like, be careful um watch out for these people um don't go here don't go there like uh, during my all of my travels I've realized that's just people are nice doesn't matter where you go it always just depends on your own attitude like how how you talk to people how you behave um if you respect them if you want to um get to know them you know people are the same doesn't matter where you go in this world in my opinion and I've went to like the poorest of the poorest uh, uh, villages and I had a crazy time like with, with <laughs> people that couldn't, could rarely speak English. It was just great, you know, and people are nice. So it just always depends on your own attitude. So for me, it doesn't really change anything. I just, I still go anywhere that I want to go. I have to say though that like in really critical countries um, politically, I... I don't go there and I wouldn't suggest anyone to do like Libya, for example, I wouldn't go to Libya at the moment. no. Like, and maybe no. maybe not within the next 10, 15, 20 years, yeah. you know, like it, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. And if you go to Egypt, then you have to, yeah, see where you want to, like, you can only go to specific places, but these ones, if it's not a good thing to go there at the moment, I don't really have it on my list then anyway. So, Right. it doesn't change anything and within Europe we don't we don't have a problem at all like I can still go to uh, South Italy even though there are, like there are a lot of refugees uh, taking over from Africa yeah. so um, it doesn't matter like it within Europe we have a, we have quite a good system and um, that's all right yeah so,
0: so finally what do you think all this travel I mean how has it changed you As a person, what have you learned about yourself?
1: A lot. (laughs) As as I said, there's so many lessons. Every time I go somewhere new, I learn something new. I I, I wrote, I don't know, heaps of articles on my website about it, like what you can learn from it. And as I said, it's one of the two main reasons why I do it and why I have my, my blog and my website anyway and why I try to push on social media, push my website and everything. I learned heaps of things like... For example, everything you do in life, it doesn't matter what you do. If it's your job, if you travel somewhere, if you want to achieve a goal, whatever it is, it always depends on how you think and what you do. It always depends on your attitude. Then you start to become more grateful for the things that you have. Like in Germany, we live, we have unique lives. Like if you compare it to other countries, what we have here is, yeah, people would
0: kill for it, to be honest. They are no, killing um, for it. They are dying yeah. for
1: it. They do. Yeah, that's the point. Like, yeah. so I can I can really I learned to to be grateful. Um, I learned to be more open-minded to anyone that I meet uh, to anyone that I meet. Um, just just go to people, talk to them, um, learn something from them, learn something about their culture. Um, I've learned to um, I don't know to 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 be more relaxed in certain things as i said we always we always have pressure here in germany but sometimes you just need to you just need to relax um take things a little bit more easy i don't know i learned i learned a lot more like about how to fulfill your dreams how to go in the direction that you want to go and it, actually achieve the goals over time that you want that you want to achieve and um yeah it just it just helped me it just helps me a lot every time i go out um I feel free. I feel relieved, and I just feel good whenever I go to any other country. Like, <laughs> I could open my my laptop now and try to search for for the article or the like all of the articles that I wrote. Um, I didn't even um, find the time to write everything down that you learn. Like, there's so much you can you can learn from traveling. It's, in my opinion, it's one of the best teachers you can have. Besides. I don't know, maybe being an entrepreneur or something. Like I think yeah, you learn a lot from that as well, but I think these are the, the main the two main ones where you improve as a person, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well give me the name yeah. of the website one more time and we'll tell people to go there.
1: Yeah, it's uh Volley on tour. So V-O-L-L-E, and then on tour.
0: On tour. Dot com. Okay. It's
1: like everything is in English. Um Obviously, uh, like my writing skills aren't as good as someone who's native. Like, I mean, I, I think it's it's quite good, but it's not like when you when you speak, it's easier to transfer emotion. And if someone says like the like what if one word is not hundred percent correct, people still get the point all the time. But when you write something, obviously, it's completely different. You know, yeah, like oh, I, absolutely. Yeah, if I speak if I speak German. That sounds like absolute crap if i <laughs> if I write in German it's just completely a completely different world so um <laughs> i think I think everyone understands everything I think it's uh pretty good English but um obviously sometimes um I may might use um an incorrect word here and there, but uh, we can I,
0: forgive you. We forgive you. It's you're not. This is not. This is not a <laughs> school not. test. It's okay. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, thank you for doing this. I'm glad you, uh, family. We we finally got a chance to do it, and I'm sorry I uh, yeah. took so long to get back to you.
1: Not a problem. Not a problem at all. I'm I'm really happy um, to talk to you. And if you ever want to do another interview or do whatever, um, I'm up for it. As I said, I try to grow my. Grow my online business, and um, yeah, I'm I'm happy for any help that I can get or any corporations I can get. So I have to thank you, to be honest. <laughs> oh well,
0: no, thank you. Well, I appreciate it. Right. Hey, thanks, Christian. Okay.